on the field and inside the clubhouse. This is Brewers Extra Innings, live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at Radio City. Here's Matt Foley. They needed one like that. A seven-run fifth inning, ten total runs scoring. Brewers knock off the Mets today 10-2. Manager Craig Council becomes the all-time winningest manager in Brewers history and the series against the Mets even at a game apiece. Welcome in to Brewers Extra Innings here on WTMJ. My name is Matt Pauley. Great to have you with us. It's yeah, Even Sunday, which was a win, it just, it's been a while since the Brewers have had just a dominating victory like they had today where pretty much uh, they put a full effort on the field and they get that today and against a good team too. That's part of it as well as the Mets are one of, if not the best team in the National League. And that's just a nice win for the Brewers today. 10-2. Manager Craig Council gets win number 564, the all-time winningest manager in Brewers history, and he will continue to win more games moving forward, setting the record record every single time uh, they pick up a win under his leadership. Corbin Burns, nice day, six innings, two runs on five hits. Again, you look at the offense, 10 runs on 11 hits. They put together a seven-run fifth inning, and you could just feel the frustration of the last two weeks all coming out in one moment there in that seven-run fifth inning. And you know, momentum in baseball. Some say it exists. Some say it doesn't. We'll see what the team does uh, coming up tomorrow when they wrap up this series with Aaron Ashby on the mound. Uh, but yeah, just things had not been going well for this club, obviously. And to put together a game like this against one of the best teams in baseball, I think it's an important win. And it just, uh, yeah, everybody feels good. That's the they they need some feel good moments right now, right? They need some feel good moments. And there's some celebration going on uh, in the club house today for uh, Craig Council. Celebrations are a good thing, so all the way around, that's a good win. If you want to join us, you can do so by calling or texting the AccuNet Mortgage Talk and text line 855-616-1620. That's 855-616-1620. You call, you text, or if you want, you can tweet at me, at Matt Pauley on air, M-A-T-T-P-A-U-L-E-Y on air. Uh, that's the way to uh, tweet at me, and uh, we can uh, talk about this one throughout the course of the next hour or so. So we are going to be taking you up until 11 o'clock tonight. Vinny Rotino, he's going to join us coming up in just a few moments. We'll get the postgame comments of manager uh, Craig Council uh, speaking with the media. I can't tell. I'm looking at the video of the Craig Council press conference. I can't totally tell if this is before some type of celebration or after. He's got a lot of there's moisture in his hair. Uh, but he also got hit with the Gatorade jug as he was being interviewed uh, by Sophia on the field after the game. So either way, I know they're going to give it to uh, Craig pretty good tonight uh, after he uh, sets the all-time record for managerial wins in uh, Brewers history. But Vinny Rotino will join us. We'll hear from Craig Council. We'll go back through the game uh, with the highlights as well. Just a, I mean, this is one of those games where you look up and down the lineup and just about everybody contribute contributes to the game in some form or fashion. Uh, the only two players who don't have hits certainly contributed in their own ways. Keston here goes 0 for 4 today with three strikeouts, but he started a really nice double play. 
uh, playing over at first base. He was down the line. That's one of the better defensive plays that we've seen from Keston Hira, so that was good to see. Mark Mathias ends up going uh, 0 for 2, but he does drive in a run. So one of those days, up and down the box score, you see a lot of people who contributed to this win in some form or fashion. After Corbin Burns was done, Miguel Sanchez, uh, along uh, with... um, uh, the uh, the finishing pitcher of the day, uh, along with uh, Peter Strzelecki, uh they each combine, or they, uh, Sanchez goes one scoreless inning, Strzelecki goes two scoreless innings, so they combine for the three uh, scoreless innings to uh, finish things off. And uh, yeah, just a good day. That's that's going to be what I'm saying over and over and over. Just a good day, and they needed it. I can't overstate that enough. They needed a day like this, and uh, they absolutely were able to get it. Oh yeah, and by the way, uh, Christian Yelich he extends his hitting streak uh, in the process as well so uh, he continues to swing a pretty hot bat out of that uh, leadoff spot working as the dh today he now has an eight game hitting streak so things seem to be moving in a right direction for him not killing it from a batting average standpoint he goes one for four today with a walk he's got his average up to uh, 242 but obviously where he was at prior to the move to the top of the order uh, it is much better now than it was before again if you want to join us you can do so by calling or texting the acunet mortgage talk at text line 855 855- 5616-1620. That's 855-616-1620. Or you can tweet into the program at Matt Pauly on air. Vinny Rotino is set to join us coming up in just a few moments. We'll take a break and have more in a moment uh, after the news. The news starts in two minutes here on WTMJ. It's Brewers Extra Innings with Matt Pauly on WTMJ. Ground ball off the foot of Reed, and it is bobbled by Lindor. Everybody's safe. Reed kicked at it. It went over the mound. Lindor tried to field it. If he fields it cleanly, he's got an out at second base most likely. But he didn't pick it up. It's 5-1 to one Brewers. They go on to win by a 10-2 score series against the Mets, even at one game apiece. Rubber game of the match coming up tomorrow evening in New York. See if the Brewers can come up with a a good series win against the Mets before they head to Cincinnati to wrap up this three-city road trip. Welcome back in. It's Brewers Extra Innings here on WTMJ. My name is Matt Pauley. If you'd like to join us, you can do so by calling or texting the Acunet Mortgage Talk at text line 855-616-1620, 855-616-1620, or you can tweet at me, at Matt Pauley on air, M-A-T-T-P-A-U-L-E-Y on air. Talking about the game and celebrating uh, the career, the accomplishments of manager Craig Council as he gets to win number 564 in his career. He is now the winningest manager in club history. He's been tied with uh, Phil Garner uh, on Sunday. That's when he picked up win 563, and now he picks up win number 564 tonight. Good performance from Corbin Burns. He goes six strong innings, allowing just the two runs on five hits. The Mets. Uh, they get one run in the fourth and then one run in the sixth inning. And that was just, it was a really good performance from Burns, and it was good to see from him. I mean, like we, he's the defending Cy Young Award winner. We know how good of a pitcher he is, but you look at what he did his last time out when he pitched against Philadelphia and went just four and a third innings and had to throw 113 pitches to get through four and a third uh, to bounce back. And even the time before that, he gave up five runs in three and two-thirds innings. So back-to-back games for Burns where uh, he had not uh, even made it through the fifth inning. He gives you six today. And 
Could have you pushed him a little bit further if you really wanted to? Yeah, he was at 97 pitches, but again, 113 pitches his last time out. Uh, there's in a game that's as one-sided as this game was. There is no reason for him to uh, be pushed in, in that kind of way. So a good day, a good day all the way around uh, for Corbin Burns. And again, you just want to, as this team has been in the the slump. What are they going to do in terms of bouncing back from a team performance and an individual performance? And what we had seen the last couple times out from Burns wasn't the normal Corbin Burns sort of thing, and he looked like Corbin Burns for sure tonight. Uh, Jack Adelberg, who's one of the uh, PR uh, folks for uh, the Brewers, tweeted out, uh, Corbin Burns has struck out eight or more batters in 23 games since the beginning of the 2021 season, tied with Robbie Ray for the most such games in Major League Baseball during that time. It is just it's remarkable how consistent he has been and how many high-level outings he has had uh, over the course of the last two years, and he has another one tonight. Text message on the AccuNet Mortgage Talk and text line. Mike in Colorado texting in says, What a difference 24 hours can make. This was a solid pitching performance by Burns and a smart accomplishment by the Brewers' offense and well-played defense. It's a worthy victory for Craig Council to assume the title of winningest manager in Brewers history. Looking ahead, the Brewers still have much doubt to subdue and obstacles to overcome, but tonight's win is another star on the cap for Craig Council. Uh, and then he says, Go Brewers. Thanks, Craig Council. Yeah, look, it was just a good game. We haven't talked about many just solid wins lately for the Brewers, and they were they were doing a lot of this through their first 50 games of the season where they had their best 50-game start in the history of the franchise. And they had a bunch of games where they were scoring a lot of runs. That's why the overall numbers for this team offensively don't tell the full story. Uh, and I've said this over and over. I, I almost judge this team from an offensive standpoint more on how many times they're held below, say, two runs as opposed to the overall numbers because when they score runs, at least during the first 50 games of the season, not so much the last two weeks, but when they score runs, they score a ton of runs. And that's what they did today. They do it without a home run as well. I think that's notable. They scored 10 runs on 11 hits, and they don't hit a single home run. So they outmet the they outmet the Mets. Is that, is that right? They outmet they outmetted they outmet the Mets. I think we'll go with that. They outmet the Mets. Uh, that's what they do in this one uh, by scoring the 10 runs without a home run. Now I do want to say this because there's going to be people who say, "See, you can do that. You don't you don't have to hit home runs to score runs. Look at what the Mets do. Look at what you did tonight." And yeah, it is possible. But we also live in a world right now where it it doesn't happen that often. Like this is this is not something where it's like, okay, you know what, we're gonna make the decision to string a bunch of hits together in the seventh inning or the fifth inning, we're gonna score seven runs. Like it's really fun. I love that. Like that's that's what we wanna see. That's what baseball wants more of. Baseball wants action. That 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 seven run fifth is exactly what Major League Baseball wants more of. You just don't string hits together very often in Major League Baseball. It just does not happen. And it happened tonight, and it was fun, and it helps produce a really, really good victory for this team. Uh, Text message from the 262. Corbin is a Mets destroyer. Offense finally wakes up and wins with small ball. 
Go Brewers. And that's what I thought. Like, people are going to love it. People love that you score 10 runs without hitting a home run. It's just something that uh, does not happen very often uh, because of how good pitching is in Major League Baseball. 10-2, the final score. Vinny Rotino from Valley Sports, Wisconsin. He'll join us in just a moment or so. This is Brewers Extra Innings. The decision to go to second, he does for the out. Relay to first is in time over to the pitcher covering double play. Adamas threw it back to Sanchez, scored that 3-6-1 and two for the price of one for the Brewers on that ground ball by Guillaume. 10-2, Brewers get the win over the Mets. They put up uh, two runs in the first inning, one more in the fourth, and then broke it open with seven in the fifth. One of their best innings uh, in quite some time. 10-2, the final Brewers extra innings does continue. If you want to join us, 855-616-1620, the AccuDent Mortgage Talk and text line. Tweet at me, at Matt Pauley on air. Let's bring in a former Brewer and Valley Sports Wisconsin analyst, Vinny Rotino. And Vinny, first off, we'll just get into the Craig Council thing. He gets to win number 564. We've been... We had been waiting a while. He tied the record on Sunday. We all knew he was going to get to this moment, and now it's something that he gets. Uh, we, he's been fantastic. He's been given great teams to uh, to work with, and now he gets to go set the record every single time out they win a game moving forward. Yeah, I mean, but, you know, he has been given great teams to work with. He's get, He's been given a great pitching staff the last couple of years. Um, he's been given some good lineups, but – what he does is, you know, good managers can find ways to keep the, your team even keel. Like, the, remember, like, we're talking about a team that really struggled these last three weeks. You really saw the value in Craig Council and what he brings to the to a team as a manager in these last three weeks where we felt like this is the worst team in baseball. I know I did, Matt. I know you did. Like, this is an awful team that we have watched these last three weeks. Council is the same exact guy every single day. He never panics. He just allows these guys to be themselves and stay even keel. And then things he knows, he's been around long enough, he played long enough, he's managed long enough at this point that he knows, like, things will turn around. And so that is that equates to wins at the end of the day, right? So to be able to turn the ship around, and I'm not saying the ship has turned around just because they won 10-2 to against the New York Mets tonight, but I'm saying it's, there's a chance for it to, to be turned around a little bit m- bigger of a chance now that you have a Craig Council at the helm that is going to keep these guys loose and relax and allow them to be themselves. Sophia Minner just tweeted out a few moments ago saying that inside the clubhouse, one of the gifts that he got from the club was a, uh, a long video that had messages from, and this is quite the group, Bob Uecker, Phil Garner, Robin Yount, Mike Budenholzer, Mike Krzyzewski, Steve Kerr, and Nick Saban uh, all congratulated him. That's quite a group of uh, individuals who recorded videos for Counts tonight. Seriously. I mean, my goodness. <laughs> like, listen to those names. Obviously, the, the great Brewers names, the great, uh, and then the great names around other sports. That is, what an honor for Craig. I mean, uh, but he deserves it. And, um, I mean, he's just this, he's a special guy. He really is. At the end of the day, I, I really looked up to him as a player. I mean, he carried himself in such a confident self-assured way from a guy that's not a very big like um, imposing figure physically and he played a long time in the big leagues a winning player 
a long time in the big leagues with enough talent to stick around um, in the major leagues for a long, long time. But And then he's incredibly smart. My goodness, he's uh, graduated from Notre Dame. And um, uh, he's, he's the best manager in all of baseball, in my opinion. And I would argue with anyone that thinks otherwise. One of the things is you know, when you are a, a manager who played – especially when you're not too far off of your playing years there there's that respect now he's he's gone i mean he's been around for a while and we're getting to a point now where it's been a little while since he's been an active player but it feels like he still holds that same respect from his players uh the way he always has in that former player type way if that makes sense it does, 100%. And to a man, every guy in that clubhouse would tell you that every guy is allowed to be themselves, and that's that's rare, Matt. That is a rare quality to have in a manager. Some managers will say that, oh, I'm a player's manager, you guys just be yourselves. And But if at the end of the day that player, that persona or who that player is as a player what they bring to a team as a player doesn't fit necessarily what this manager wants that player will feel that and get ostracized and kind of shunned from from feeling like they can make a contribution to a winning team i'm telling you that happens all over the game no one ever really sees that unless you're in the clubhouse and council does the exact opposite he will try and fit the pieces where they go he does that obviously with the front office as well but they're they're masterminds and especially counts in in making guys feel like they belong and you know be yourself we're going to go ahead and use you and make you feel like part of this team and that is invaluable and that's the best thing that counts does from a leadership standpoint and this goes beyond baseball Vinny, but he does something that i think all leaders should look at he is able to have a friendly relationship with many of his players they are obviously close but he has that without crossing a line where he's lost respect as the leader i mean he can have that relationship while still being the guy that might have to take you out of a game or might uh, not play you one day or has to send you down to triple a or maybe he has to release you like all of those things that are tough moments for a leader he does those things while still being able to have the good relationship and i'm not totally sure how he does it i'm not sure how any leader should do it there's a there's like a natural charisma that goes along with it but it's really tough to both of those things it is it's it's almost um it's just a skill that he possesses because yes like you want to play hard for this guy you want to perform well for this guy but at the end of the day like he's he's not gonna make you feel like you're an outsider because you go for four there's a lot of managers that do that right and so he he just Again, he makes guys feel like they belong, and and he makes guys feel like that they that he needs them to help, right? And again, that is a rare quality to have, and he does it to every player. It doesn't matter if you're the last guy in the bullpen or the last guy on the bench. He's going to bring that to you. And and yes, even the superstars that like you know you see him joke around all the time with Willie Adams, but Willie Adams. He says in, in interviews, you hear him talk about this all the time, Council will likes to have fun, but as soon as that fun gets in the way with you know playing well and, and he will hold you accountable and he will kind of force you to um kinda kinda have a little bit of a gut check on your own. And and that's it's masterful how he does that. Like you said, it takes charisma and that's a great word for that because he's got that. 
10-2, the Brewers get the win. We do need to talk about the actual game a little bit because it was a great performance from the club on a day when they really, really needed a performance like this. We'll discuss that coming up in just a moment. That's Vinny Rettino. I'm Matt Pauley. This is Brewers Extra Innings. It's Brewers Extra Innings with Matt Pauley on WTMJ. Lines this down the left field line. That is a fair ball. It'll roll all the way into the corner. Extra bases for Adamas as he turns first. And jogs into second with a one-out double. A 10-2 win tonight for the Brewers. They knock off the Mets. This is Brewers Extra Innings. My name is Matt Pauley. Vinny Rotino here as well. If you want to join us, the Yankee Net Mortgage Talk text line available. 855-616-1620. Vinny, uh, Dan text into us. Says, uh, do you think this game is a turnaround or an aberration. A lot of nice takeaways. We know the power of momentum. Seems like Adamas is getting back to form, and Kane seems to perform well. I'm trying to be optimistic. Like, I don't know. We, like, we'll find out tomorrow, and then we'll find out when the team goes to Cincinnati. I'm, it, could this be a turnaround moment? Sure. Could they go back and lose a bunch of games before finally ending this horrible road trip that they're on uh, and this stretch of road games they've been playing? Yeah, like, I, I don't really have an answer to that. All I know is, man, they really needed a game game like this they needed a game like this for sure and what we have to remember is like what's a good recipe for a brewer's win right it's it's a corbin burns six inning quality start where he gives up two runs punches out eight and all of a sudden you know that's all you need right and then you hand the ball over to your your leverage bullpen arm so like that uh, they didn't need to hand the ball over to the leverage bullpen arms because their their bats came alive tonight and they scored 10 runs. But my point is, remember, like, the positives that this team does have and the really strong pieces to this puzzle that they have. And, and it's Corbin Burns, it's Aaron Ashby, it's a soon-to-return Brandon Woodruff, hopefully, right? And it's an Adrian Hauser and Eric Lauer. So, like, there's pieces here that are still really, really good. So I think that's something to be hopeful about. Now, about the bats... Yeah, I think I think this is something that they can hang their hat on to say, okay, now we remember what it's like to score runs and to have a big inning. You do forget that as a player. When you get mired in this slump, this team-wide slump with the bats, and it, some of it has to do with injury, um, you forget. And all of a sudden, it, it, like you feel like no one can get a hit out there. So, so this is a big deal that they scored the 10 runs tonight. It's a big deal that they had that big inning. I think Hunter Renfro is very close. He's taking some great swings. He's on base five times tonight. My goodness. Yeah. And, and then Willie Adamas as well. Uh, and then, you know, as, as guys start to heat up, other guys start to heat up. So I think that's something that we'll see. Yeah, the Renfro day, he has the throw, which was incredible. And he gets walked three times. He gets hit by a pitch. He gets a hit in his only official at-bat. Those That's a, that's a fill-up-the-box score kind of day for Hunter Renfro. It is, and it's something that, you know, we all saw. We all saw this from him. I mean, my goodness, he hit. You know, he hit a bunch of home runs. He's he's right around his his career OPS around 800, which is very good production. I think that's that's all we can really ask for. He does seem to be a bit streaky, but it sounds like Connor Dawson and Ozzie Timmons may have tapped into something to get him locked back in a little more consistently, and it's it's just swinging easier. And they tell him, they tell this guy like, swing easy, play pepper with the baseball. You're as strong as anybody in the game. All you have to do is touch it, and it's going to leave the ballpark. And 
And and we saw that right before that he, he injured that hamstring, that that's kind of the role that he was on. And, and it, it was because of, it, I, you know, his head was so quiet and so still, and he was taking such easy swings. The ball was jumping off, the, off his bat. He was really consistent for a nice stretch there, and then he got hurt. So hopefully we will see that stretch come back again, and I think we will. This is one of those games where everybody can go home tonight or go back to the hotel room tonight and feel good about their contribution. Even the guys who don't collect hits. Uh, Keston Hira doesn't have a hit, but he starts that great double play. Matthias doesn't have a hit, but he's got an RBI. Just like up and down the box score, everybody who played in some form or fashion contributed to this victory. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's what it takes. Um, And, you know, even, you know, Victor Caratini with the way that he was calling a game, you could tell this guy really cares back there for his pitchers, you know, the way that, you know, Pete Alonso, you know, that at bat against Pete Alonso, and he just missed his spot, and, and Pete Alonso didn't swing, and he's angry. But then the next time up, he punches him out with a fastball up, and he's so pumped up. Pitchers thrive off that. They love it. And so, like, those little things go a long way. Lorenzo Kane made a nice catch in center. Um, and he had a couple of hits as well. So, yeah, everyone contributed to this one as a big is a big win. Caratini had the one catch in foul territory where he kind of had to dive for it. Did, did you have plays like that as a catcher? Did, were there times where you it, it just moved on you at the last second and you had to make a play like that? Matt, they 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 shot the the machine in spring training, my first big league spring training, as high as it could go. And, it, and I missed about 15 in a row, okay? They kept shooting the thing at me, and it was the most embarrassing thing ever on a baseball field. And I ended up catching one of them, and everyone gave me a standing ovation, tipping their caps. <laughs> and, I mean, this was on the backfields at, like, 9 in the morning in March in spring training back in 2005. So, yeah, that was uh, – I, I didn't have fun doing those pop-ups. But, yeah, th- th- that can definitely happen, especially – looked like it was a little windy tonight in New York. That's a tougher play than I think people probably give it credit for, right? Oh, it is, yeah. I mean, so what you don't realize is you have to turn your back immediately to the field, right? So you have to become just like a, a shortstop, a second base. Everyone's facing that way, right, facing home plate. So you have to kind of turn around, and that gets you disoriented right away when you're turning 180 degrees as you're trying to find the ball that is, you know, 100 feet in the air. So that's definitely a hard play. You just got to orient yourself. And then I I was told to say the ABCs while the ball's in the air. So you kids listening at home, which you all should be in bed. But if you have trouble catching pop-ups, start singing the ABCs because your body and brain will know where that ball's supposed to go, but your brain starts to get in the way, like starts to doubt it. (laughs) But anyway, I digress. Next time you're playing softball, Matt, you know how to catch pop-ups now. Okay, so back in the day when I was a minor league broadcaster, sometimes yeah. I would go out on the field and I would shag uh, and during BP, and I was horrible. I, I was so bad. I couldn't catch a fly ball to save my life. All I had to do was uh, sing the ABCs, and I would have been good. Something to distract you, yes, yes. Or maybe, uh, yeah, but if you were that bad, maybe that wouldn't have helped either. I was bad. <laughs> video was bad (laughs) the manager would always tell me i can go out but just make sure i'm only around pitchers because i can't take any fly balls away from outfitters who are trying to get their work in (laughs) yeah that was the that was the rule for me well uh, well yeah i mean you were trying to work on it right so i give you i tip my cap to that maybe you and i will go out and we'll put the machine on 10 as high as it can go we'll see who can catch more 
I bet you can. I bet you can buy <laughs> a whole bunch. Let's, let's, let's see. Let's do it. We'll get Craig Deshaun out there, too. I know he's oh, listening. All right. Good stuff, Vinny, as always. I appreciate it. We'll, uh, we'll talk again uh, tomorrow. I think we'll be back on tomorrow. But, yeah, we'll talk so. again soon. All, all right. right thanks, Matt. See you. There's Vinny Rotino joining us here on the program. Brewers, uh, they get the win over the Mets 10-2. The man of the hour is manager Craig Council. We'll get his postgame thoughts coming up in just a moment. This is Brewers Extra Innings. 1-1. Here's a drive into right center field. That's going to get down in front of Nimmo on one hop. Hira scores. Around third is Caratini. He's going to score. Sliding into second is Peterson with a two-run double, and the Brewers have broke this game open. 10-2 ends up being the final. The Brewers get the win over the Mets. They score seven runs in the fifth inning, and manager Craig Council becomes the all-time winningest manager in the history of the Milwaukee Brewers. He sat down and met with the media just a little while ago, as you might expect, opened up his thoughts uh, talking about the big milestone. Well, it was great. I mean, it was. I got a chance to talk to the players, and uh, David said a couple words, and uh, got a great gift from uh, Mr. Antanasio with some with some messages from some other coaches from from around sports um, and some players from around great players from around sports. So, um, yeah, I mean, it, it it's humbling for sure, um, and I, and I think well, what I told the players, I feel a lot of gratitude for. For everything that they've uh, contributed to it, they do the heavy lifting, um, you know, and it's been fun to watch a great kind of pair of Brewer baseball players go out there and, and do great things and provide a great, uh, you know, product for our fans. Um, it, it's not that easy, and, and they're doing the heavy lifting every day, and, you know, I'm blessed to be a part of it. Do you think about, you know, just the volume of people that are involved, you know, for you personally, Craig, but also just... Yeah, well, you do, because I think... Uh, there, there's so many people that have an impact on you, and so many people in the organization. I mean, there's, you know, there's a there's a guy named Carl Muller who, who, I, I after I got finished playing, I would sit in his office every day, and he taught me about, you know, looking at the numbers of baseball and understanding them, and understanding how this organization uh, someday may work. Doug Melvin just just exposed me to so much and taught me so much about the game. Um, outside of playing which I desperately needed and I think was an incredible foundation for for what I was able to kind of bring to the manager's seat so and then David's uh just been a great partner in this in this run here and um you know I think we've learned from each other and uh helped each other a lot Craig what are you most proud of from this stretch of seven eight years now yeah, it's the people, the people in the organization of kind of what we've put together. Um, I think, you know, when you when you when you get it, the goal of like sustaining a good baseball team um, in our market is is some people think you can't do it, and and the fact that we've been able to do it, I think, um, is a tribute to a lot of people, the, the players first, and then a lot of people around them that have. Uh, Help the players, uh, you know, be in a position to succeed. You're a person from uh, Wisconsin. Did you ever think that you would do this in your own hometown? You know, it's it's funny. Like at some point, you know, I, I, I had this. I don't ever think I thought about it a lot, but I was like, well, there's not many baseball players from Wisconsin, and uh, you know, this might be a good place to kind of set up shop. Um, <laughs> they they might want me to work for the team after I'm done. Um, fortunately, it worked out. 
Uh, you mentioned people throughout sport reaching out to you. Yeah. For congratulations. Uh, which people outside of baseball uh, did you hear from? Uh, they, they made a video with some some people that I've run across. Mike Krzyzewski I've run across um, a little bit. Just Coach Budenholzer from the Bucks, Steve Kerr, guys like that. Well, that's easier, yeah. <laughs> a little bit easier. Another <laughs> gift from the yeah, another gift from the player. That's exactly right. Yeah. Craig, where do you feel like you've grown the most as a as a manager since you first started? No, I mean I think. You know, I think you come into this job, and, and, and I came in incredibly inexper- inexperienced. Um, and uh, th- there's there's some good there's some good things about being inexperienced uh, because you just you go for it a little bit. Um, but then I, I think the experience of it also, you know, makes you better because you make mistakes. Um, that that's how you get better at this. Uh, there's there's mistakes made. Um, there's situations you handle better, and, and you hope you just continue to get better at that because the game throws and people throw things at you um you know regularly and and so uh the experience does help uh i, I think whenever whenever we're new at something um you know we're longing for experience because it, it does uh make you a little bit better and make you a little bit quicker and hopefully make you head off some things um to, to help your team be better that's Magic Craig Council speaking with the media just a little while ago. Brewers get the 10-2 win against the Mets. Got a text message asking for some clarification on what's going on with Josh Hader because he's not uh, with the team. Uh, he's on paternity leave. And somebody mentioned the fact that he was on leave with uh, connected to uh, his child earlier. So when he was not with the team on their last road trip, uh, his wife was having some complications with the pregnancy, and I believe uh, this time the baby is coming. So that's the that's why uh, there's been a couple separate things where before it was just about uh, being with his wife as uh, she went through some complications with everything. The complications, from what we understand, um, were were dealt with and, and everything was good and. Uh, we are hoping for the best for uh, for Josh and his wife as uh, they prepare to uh, to bring a child into the world, which obviously is a whole lot more important. No matter how important a baseball game is, uh, the the other is a little bit more important, a lot more important. Ten to the final score, Brewers get the win against the Mets. When we come back, we're going back to the game with the highlights. That's next. This is Brewers Extra Innings. Ready for this? Fly ball. This? Deep right. And this? Third deck. Holy smokes. Time for tonight's highlights. Here's Matt Pauley. 10-2. The Brewers put up 10 runs. They needed that. They get the win over the Mets tonight. Starting pitching matchup, Corbin Burns going for the Brewers. David Peterson on the mound for the Mets. The Brewers would get things going in the top of the first inning with one out. It's Willie Adamas at the plate. And he lines this down the left field line. That is a fair ball. It'll roll all the way into the corner. Extra bases for Adamas as he turns first and jogs into second with a one-out double. Andrew McCutcheon and Hunter Renfro are then each hit by a pitch, so that loads the bases for Luis Urias. 2-1 pitch. Ground ball left side. That's going to sneak through and into left field. Adamas will score. McCutcheon around third. He's going to score. It's a two-run single for Luis Urias, and the Brewers take a 2-0 lead here in the top of the first. In the second inning, Christian Yelich would get a base hit. That would extend his hitting streak to eight games. Nothing more going there in the second. We jump ahead to the fourth inning. 
The Brewers would get back on the board. The inning gets started with Victor Caratini getting a base hit. Then Lorenzo Kane singles. That puts runners on at the corners for Mark Mathias. First pitch, swinging a ground ball hit to shortstop. Could be two, but it'll score a run. William Dorfields throws to second one, and then McNeil, he throws the relay away. In from third to score is Caratini. It's 3-0. That's the kind of day it was for the Mets. It goes as a RBI ground out, but could have easily been a double play. The run was going to score no matter what, but the Mets were not exactly locked in from a defensive standpoint in this game today. The Mets do get on the board in their half of the fourth inning. There's a couple outs, and Jeff McNeil is at the plate. First pitch is hit high in the air and deep in the right. He's not going to do it because all the way back Renfro watching that ball go way out in right. Home run, Jeff McNeil. But the Brewers would answer that and much, much, much more in the next half inning in the top of the fifth. Inning gets going with a Willie Adamas base hit, and then that ends the day for the starter, David Peterson. He is done. Jake Reed comes in, and Reed struggles. After an Andrew McCutcheon flyout, there's a throwing error by Reed on a pickoff attempt, and that allows the runner to go uh, two bases. Adamas goes up first to third, then Hunter Renfro walks. A Luis Urias strikeout is followed by a Keston here, a hit-by-pitch. Bases are loaded for Victor Caratini, who walks. That scores Willie Adamas, and that's the first run of the inning for the Brewers. But they have much, much more coming. The next hitter is Lorenzo Kane. 1-2. Ground ball off the foot of Reed, and it is bobbled by Lindor. Everybody's safe. Reed kicked at it. It went over the mound. Lindor tried to field it. If he fields it cleanly, he's got an out at second base most likely. But he didn't pick it up. It's 5-1 to one Brewers. We don't see Craig Council go to his bench that often this early in a game, but sensing that this might be a big moment, he does. Jace Peterson is called on as a pinch hitter for Mark Mathias, and turns out that was a pretty good move. 1-1. One, one. Here's a drive into right center field. That's going to get down in front of Nemo on one hop. Hira scores. Around third is Caratini. He's going to score. Sliding into second is Peterson with a two-run double, and the Brewers have broke this game open. But they're not done. That puts runners on at second and third. That ends the day for Jake Reed. Trevor Williams comes in, the third pitcher to pitch in the inning for the Mets. They intentionally walk Christian Yelich, the next hitter, Willie Adamas. Williams brings home the pitch, and Willie a line drive into left field. That's going to get down for a base hit. Kane will score. Peterson racing around third. He's going to score standing up, and the Brewers lead it 9-1 on the two-run single from Willie Adamas. Still not done. Here comes Andrew McCutcheon. Williams pitch. Line drive, right center field. That's going to plug the gap. Marte will cut it off on a hop. Yelich is around third. He's going to score. Adamas stops at third. And Andrew McCutcheon gets in on the hit parade. His first hit of the night, and it's 10-1 Brewers. Hunter Renfro would still walk in the inning. That would load the bases, but the Brewers don't get any more hits in the inning. But it is quite the inning. Seven runs, five hits. They leave them loaded, but they have a 10-1 lead. The Mets would get one of those that runs back in the sixth inning. Corbin Burns continuing to roll, and uh, he would uh, pitch into the sixth inning. He gives up a leadoff triple to Brandon Nimmo and then hits uh, Starling Marte with a pitch. 
Marte had to come out of the game. Nick Plummer comes on as a pinch runner. Francisco Lindor flies out to Andrew McCutcheon. Not deep enough to score the runner. Nimmo from third. And then Pete Alonso strikes out swinging. So runner at third, no outs. Still a runner on at third with two outs. But Burns couldn't quite strand him there. The next hitter is Jeff McNeil. The pitch. Line drive right center field. That's going to get down. And three hop the glove of Renfro before he can cut it off. Nimmo's going to score. Here's the throw to second. And McNeil is out. Yeah, so uh, that was a great play. Hunter Renfro throwing it in and was able to uh, get the out there. And that ends the inning and ends the day for Corbin Burns. Miguel Sanchez comes in to pitch in the seventh inning for the Brewers. He walks Eduardo Escobar and Mark Canna. And that puts runners on at first and second. There was a mound visit. Willie Adamas got pretty vocal with Sanchez during the mound visit. And uh, it seemingly worked. The next hitter is Luis Guillerme. Two on, none out, one one. Swung on ground towards first base. Behind the bag, Hira fields it, makes the decision to go to second. He does for the out. Relay to first is in time over to the pitcher covering double play. Adamas threw it back to Sanchez, scored that 3 6 1 and 2 for the price of 1 for the Brewers on that ground ball by Guillaume. Really nice double play turn started by Keston here. That's one of his better defensive plays that he has started, and the Mets do not score in the seventh. Uh, Peter Strzelecki would pitch the 8th and ninth inning for the Brewers. And in the ninth, he would strike out Jeff McNeil. He would strike out Eduardo Escobar. There's two outs, and the final batter of the game is Mark Hanna. The 2-1 pitch. Fly ball, right field. Renfro tracking it. He's underneath of it. He makes the catch. And the Brewers win this one by a final score of 10-2. And Craig Council is the winningest manager in Milwaukee Brewers history. 564 wins in his Brewers career. Quite the accomplishment for Craig Council. The Brewers go to 35 and 29 with the victory, while the Mets they drop to 41 and 23. Winning totals for the Brewers: 10 runs, 11 hits, no errors. They leave seven for the Mets: two runs, five hits, two errors. They leave five. Winning pitcher Corbin Burns. He is four and four. Peterson takes the loss, his first of the year, as he drops to three and one. Home runs, just one of them. It came for the Mets. Jeff McNeil hitting his fourth of the year. The game lasting three hours and 11 minutes, played in front of a crowd of 25,422 folks at City Field. Brewers get the win at 10-2. When we come back, we'll preview the series finale coming up tomorrow. We'll get you some scores from around baseball, and we'll get out of here for the night. Brewers, a 10-2 winner over the Mets. This is Brewers Extra Innings. A 10-2 victory for the Brewers tonight. They defeat the Mets. They'll wrap up the series coming up tomorrow in New York. This is the first time that they have had at least seven runs in an inning in the city of New York, so Mets or Yankees, in the city of New York since a game uh, April 21st, 1978. Maybe you remember this game. They beat the Yankees that day 9-2, scoring eight runs in the fifth inning. Jerry Augustine, our guy, pitched that game, went six and a third innings, allowing two runs on seven hits. He won that game, uh, moving his record at the time to three and one, although Augie did have a 5.84 ERA at that point. So come on, Augie. Hopefully we'll have him back on uh, BEI here uh, pretty soon. But uh, first time they've done that in the city of New York since then. 
Hunter Renfro, second batter in Brewers history with three walks, a hit by pitch, and a base hit in the same game. The only other player to do that in franchise history was uh, Richie Sexton. Did that in June of 2003 in a game in Chicago against the Cubs. They won that game by a 12-6 score. Let's go around the NL Central. The Brewers do gain a game in the standings thanks to the Pirates knocking off the Cardinals by a 6-4 score. Rosetti Contreras made the start for the Pirates with four and a third, four runs, three earned and six hits, two strikeouts, three walks. Jack Flaherty making his season debut for the Cardinals. They didn't even send him on a rehab assignment. They just threw him right into big league action. He goes three innings line, four runs, two earned on three hits, three strikeouts, two walks. He does not factor into the decision. Dylan Carlson does hit a home run for St. Louis. Uh, Brian Reynolds hit one for the Pirates. The Padres all over. Man, the Cubs are just playing bad baseball right now. They are just playing flat-out bad baseball. Padres beat the Cubs by, uh, oh, you know what? That game is still going on. I was looking at this. No, that game is final. Is that right? 19-5? to Is that tonight's game? Yeah. Okay. I, I thought I was looking at yesterday's game for a second. No, yesterday's game, they lost 12-5. Tonight, they lose 19-5. to Oh, oh, sorry, Cubs fans. 19-5, to the final tonight uh, for the Cubs, losing to the Padres. Let's see, they have now lost 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8. That's nine losses in a row for the Cubs. That game just went final a moment ago, 19-5. to Ooh, after giving up 12 runs yesterday. And then the Reds, they lose in Arizona tonight to the Diamondbacks by a 7-4 score. So as we do take a look at the standings right now in the NL Central, again, the Brewers are back within a game and a half of the Cardinals. Cardinals lose, Brewers win. Cardinals 37-28, and Brewers are 35-29. and So the Brewers a game and a half back. Pirates in third place, 10.5 back. Cubs 12 back at 23 and 38. And then you have the Reds, who are 13 back at 23 and 40. Around the Brewers minor league system, we will start at low A Carolina. They lose by a 2 1 score at Columbia, Carolina. Just one game above 500 now with a record of 30 and 29. High A Wisconsin, they lose in Midland, Michigan to the Great Lakes Loons. They get shut out, losing by a 5 0 score with the loss. The Timber Rattlers drop to 34 and 24. Double A Biloxi, they pick up a good win today as they win at Chattanooga. 5 2 was the final score in that contest. And Triple A Nashville, they go to 10 innings tonight in Memphis. They put up six runs in the top of the 10th inning and they win by an 8 4 score with the win. Nashville is 37 and 24 the victory going to Blaine Hart excuse me to uh, Matt Hardy I should say Matt Hardy picks up the win he now has a 2-0 record and a .87 ERA again Nashville sitting with a record of 37 and 24. Again, in our game, the Brewers pick up the win against the Mets at 10-2. Manager Craig Council becomes the all-time winningest manager in Brewers franchise history. 
Council now has an all-time record of 564 and 508. He passes by Phil Garner, who finished out his Brewers career with uh, 563 wins, but also 617 losses. The series will wrap up tomorrow at uh, City Field for the Brewers. Left-handed pitcher Aaron Ashby will be on the mound. He's 1-5, a 3.91 ERA. It'll be a right-handed pitcher going for the Mets tomorrow in Tyler McGill. He comes in with a Four and two record and a 4.50 ERA. Same uh, first pitch time, 6:10. So that means tomorrow our coverage will begin at 5:35, and then I'll be with you along with uh, Vinny Rotino after the game for Brewers extra innings. Once again, Brewers get the win over the Mets, 10-2. We'll talk to you tomorrow for more Brewers baseball here on WTMJ.